we always have to talk about what we dislike about ourselves almost to kind of comply and fit in. Listen up. I'm afraid there's been a change of plan. It's Jane of the Podcast. Okay, Mummy. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode <laughs> of Change of Plan Podcast. I <laughs> Okay. It's just like smiling, smiling through the stress. <laughs> yeah. I'm not there yet. I can't smile through the stress yet. <laughs> so I'm Keats. I'm fucking fed up, is what I am. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, had some issues, and it's causing quite a bit of stress. <laughs> I'm quite ready to shake it off. Fiction, we didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> I'm fiction. <laughs> so we we feel like there may be some challenges to completing today's episode but if you're listening to it we overcame the challenges and managed to release it yeah well we'll see, we'll see. Still, still early days oh, it's yeah. early days we're gonna we're gonna try and push through um so today what are we talking about is what is it, a monologue <laughs> so just me I know I like to talk, but we're talking body image, aren't we? body image and body confidence. What did we just? Oh, did you genuinely forget? <laughs> I remembered a minute ago, like on the, on the previous attempt, and then I was just like, "Shit!" Like I really could not. Oh my god! Oh my god. Can we just start today again? Like, honestly, it's fine. It's fine. It will all be fine. So yeah, today we're talking about kind of body image, body confidence, you know, and all them things there. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you know what I, I was thinking when you when when Ish very kindly came up with this topic? I suddenly I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong or I've I've misunder just understood this. I feel like the whole body confidence, body image movement, for want of a better term has something that's really been pushed to the forefront, I would say, in the last kind of three, two to three years. I just yeah. feel like not that long ago. It, just, it, feels, it feels quite recent to me um, in terms of particularly women and obviously men as well, but mainly women are being encouraged to love our bodies exactly as they are. And I just don't feel like that was the case five, six, five years ago or... or, or no, I think it's been a bit longer than that. I think, like, definitely not before the 90s so much because I think that because the, the standard of beauty has changed a lot or evolved and what have you. Um, yeah, I think that... Because obviously, like, in the 90s, it was, you know, it was the thing to be stick thin and, you know, perky boobs mm. and no bum and whatever. And obviously, I remember, like being a teenager and just always being very paranoid about my bum being mm. all the white people and I used to get sh- called shelf bottom and up butt and because you know it was just you know just <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah now everyone wants one of those exactly squatting for days to try and get that but yeah, no, I, I I think it's been more than I think it's been more than five years, and obviously, like now, it's I don't know. I feel like probably I might be wrong, but it feels like in the last ten years for sure, more than ever, there seems to be a lot more words and terminology being added to our to our vocabulary around these things. Mm-hmm. So, if you said to me ten you know ten years ago, fat shaming. I know about that. Like, yeah, what? like you can put the two and two together and figure out what it what it means, or even things like self care. I mean, mm-hmm. self care kind of sounds like masturbation if you said it ten years ago. Whatever. I don't know why. Why do you think it is? Why do you think that? You know. I think it's, it's come about a lot more recently, like kind of in line with, obviously it's been around for a while, but I think um, thinking about why it's come more to the forefront recently, as I think it's aligned quite closely with um, mental health 
And I think mental mm. health has become something that we are we as a society are far more concerned about and knowledgeable about. The, so- um, so- the sociologist has come. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, G. Come on. It's true. Everything you're saying yeah. is absolutely true. Yeah. So yeah, that's I think um like a lot more public figures and you know celebrities and stuff are, are, are more vocal about it because I think we as a society are more comfortable talking about mental health and the impact of mental health and that mental health affects many kind of aspects of our life and our body image is one of them mm. yeah I think as well it's probably it kind of increased in terms of, of, of visibility because of the real, you know, the rise of social media and apps where you can pretty much edit your life to look a particular way and edit your body to look a particular way and angle yourself to look a particular way. And I think with so many people out there kind of pushing a particular particular image of themselves it then does play a part in how you know those the people viewing those images see themselves as well and like one of the things that always strikes me is how your body image changes depending on your age group mm. and I and I think that I would say that between the ages of let's say puberty years teenage years I would have killed to have probably not be as thick as I am and like I hit puberty and was like there, there's no more size 10 wearing for me it was 14 upwards and so then I would have killed to be a size eight and now if you said to me all right I've got a magic pill or something that you can do with very little effort to be a size eight I'd be like absolutely not mm. never do um, you think that aligns with our age or how society has changed because back then as Ish was saying it was the rage to be stick thin Mm -hmm. but then today it's far more uh, appealing um to be like thicker so I think our our generation has kind of grown up thinking or having that idea of being stick thin as the goal but coming up like talking to kids so I did a a lesson um a few I covered a lesson actually a few um a while ago no it was a drop down day that's what it was it was a drop down day and we're looking at body image so I asked the question like what what would the ideal body look like and it was all like thick thick legs wide hips and things like really strange things like having your collarbone showing I was like what what does that even mean Clavicle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's really attractive. I do not have clavicle. No, <laughs> that is brand new. If, if I do this, I do. Like, <laughs> yeah, but who doesn't? Like, if everyone did that. Somewhere under, like, the donuts, there's a bit of clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> but that is something that kids are, are very conscious about these days. Yeah. Because well, that, yeah, I guess... I think, do you know the the point you were making about, is it, is it age or is it, I think it's a combination of that plus other things. Like one of the other things is that as I've gotten older, I think personally for me, it's more, I've become much more accepting of my genetics Mm -hmm. and women in my family genetically are built like me. You know, um, when I look at both sides of my family, they, they, they're th- we're like, we're thicker women. That's just what, th- those are the genetics that, the, uh, that we have. And interestingly, when they were a lot younger, my mum, my aunts on both sides were very, very slender. But as they got older, they got thicker. And so there was that. But then there's also, for me, an acceptance of what I would look like culturally and what culturally is deemed to be beautiful and attractive and now as an African there's a bit of a contradiction because you lose weight and Afro tell you oh you've lost weight stop losing weight are you trying to be skinny you put on two kilos they'll also call you out for putting on two kilos so you're a lot more like I don't know like I don't know which can one I win? to aim for <laughs> but there is that the other aspect of it is and, and like you know there's probably feminists out there who will want to absolutely 
um, punch me in the throat for saying this. I also started to think about, you know, because let's not act like we don't want to look nice, not only for to look nice against other women, but also to look nice to and attractive to people that we want to find attractive. Um, I also just started to accept that the kind of man that I wanted to be attracted or I am attracted to doesn't want stick thin. The kind of man mm. that I want, want someone who's got wide hips, big bum, thick thighs and boobs. So it was, for me, it was just, it was easier to get to a point of, but why am I aiming for, for size eight when the people I like don't want size eight? The culture I come from or the family I come from don't come in that size. And I think yeah. that in itself helped me Except I wouldn't necessarily say move to being body confident in a way that I am now, but definitely move to acceptance of myself. Yeah. It's a combination of all of those things, I think. Do you think, though, that if if the beauty standard was, you know, stick thin, you'd still feel that way? Yeah. What about you, Fiction? As in, if the beauty standard today was to yeah. aim for stick thin, would I be yeah. happy with myself? Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, I don't care. Like, in order to, to change, in order to have that body, like, I, I would have to do something different. And if I really, really wanted to be different, then I would do it. But I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. As long as I feel yeah. comfortable with my clothes, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think yeah, if I, I if I was single, if I didn't yes. have kids, like if I was out on the in the in the market, on the market, then I think my approach would be very different. But it's not that I've given up on myself, like, yeah. you know, just let, letting it all go. But <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I I need to have a a body that is different to the body that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Because who cares? Who who, yeah. who do I care about their opinion about my body? Are you like is your opinion like feet, putting food in my stomach? Like is is your opinion yeah. paying my bills? It, it doesn't matter. And yeah. if if I'm happy with how I look and sometimes like most of the time I am, sometimes I'm a bit like fiction like like sort it out love. but then if I if I cared enough then I'd do something differently but I I feel like I don't care enough yeah you know what though I think that we're actually we're really really fortunate in that we we're with people who also not to say they don't care how we look but they they, they're not they don't care yeah so if we decide like I think that they care well speaking for my husband at least he cares that I'm healthy yeah. And that I'm active to some degree, which is what I care about as well. Like I do mm-hmm. you know, try to be active and whatever. But yeah, I mean, at my skinniest when I was younger, I, you know, I was size six to eight. Now I'm comfortably a 12. Like, it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I know I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any slimmer. I'm not really, I'm not trying to get any slimmer. And Obviously, like you go on, I, I I don't follow, you know, lots of people on Instagram who mm. are obsessed with bodies and stuff. But obviously, you do see it on TV, you see it on Instagram, you see it wherever. And I know sometimes, like every day, when I come out of the bathroom and I'm naked, like as soon as you come out of the bathroom, there's a mirror, and I see myself in the mirror like all the time. And I was saying to my sister, like, I see, you know, I'm like okay. <laughs> Like I see, I know what my body looks like and I'm not ashamed yeah. of it, but I look and I can't even, I can't even muster up the, the will to care. Like I can't, yeah. I, can't I, can, I really just don't even care. I'm just like, yeah, like my belly looks how it looks and yeah, yeah there's, you know, there's steady right or there's this and there's that, you know, there's jiggle. Like I, I actually just, I don't care. Yeah. And in my not caring, I will then go downstairs and eat two donuts. Like, yeah. I, and it's not like, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not an emotional eater or anything like that, but I honestly just think that life is too short to not enjoy yourself and to not eat what you want and do the things that you want. So I and I don't enjoy exercise. Like I really, really don't enjoy exercise at all. I enjoy walking. Mm-hmm. I enjoy roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoy riding my bike. 
Um, and I do those things as and when, you know, it takes me and, you know, if I can, if I take the kids with me or that can't take them with me or whatever. Like I can do, yeah, I'll do those things. Like I want to be active. I don't ever want to feel like too tired and whatever to play with my children. Yeah. Um, or to keep up with them. But yeah, as far as like adhering to any kind of standard, I'm just like, meh, drop me mm. out. It's, it's interesting yeah. that the, the perspective of, of kids as well, because the other thing I think is that you know, there is pressure on women post-children to go back to what they look like pre-children, yeah. which is, is in some ways quite unrealistic because, you know, if you've, particularly if you've had, an, exactly, particularly if you've had a natural birth, mm. is that your body doesn't just snap back to what it used to be, but also you, the, the like weight is displaced, it's placed differently. Yeah even when you've had, you know, like, but actually, to be honest, natural birth or C-section, like your body can't be the same. It's grown a whole nother human being. And that, that yeah. doesn't mean to say that your body, you can't love your body and your body can't look good post a baby. It can, mm. but I think more women need to accept that it's just, it's going to look different. It doesn't mean it doesn't look yeah. good. It will just look different. Cause that's the thing I've noticed is that is, is it's, it, there's, there is a difference in how, you know, whether I, if I lose weight, put on weight, tone up, how it looks, which mm-hmm. I'm accepting of. I'm vain. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like looking good. So hence why I obsessively go to the gym and it's not about being skinny. It's about being jiggle free. So I could, I always say like, I don't weigh myself at all. I go by the, how my clothes fit and I go by how strong and how fit I feel. And that feeling of being able to run up the stairs from the bottom floor to the third floor at my school and not be out of breath is freaking awesome. And I like how strong I am. But the the reason I obsessively go to the gym is, like I said, I want to look good, but because I'm vain. And I also want to keep eating what I want and drinking what I want. Yeah. You know what you said about like the the snapping back after having children? Um, I was listening to somebody, I can't remember who now, but they were saying that people concentrate too much on what the outside of their body looks like. Yes. And a lot of it, like when you're pregnant, it takes a toll on inside and people, and you don't think about when you're trying to like snap back, people don't consider the healing that the inside of their body has to do. Mm -hmm. So you may well do all your exercise and what have you to snap back, but you're like, your, your insides could still be fucked up. Yeah. So there's a lot that, you know, you have to, I think the person was saying that if you're going to try and exercise to lose your baby weight, then you need to really do it with a personal trainer who is trained with people who, you know, with um, postnatal. Postnatal, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, you're, you can do sit-ups and what have you till the cows come home, but that won't necessarily help heal whatever might be troubling your particular figure, you know? Mm-hmm. And, well, you know me, not, I'm not exercising anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What you don't know, listeners, is Ish is very, and Ish is an active person and will walk, will cycle, but is adverse to any form of exercise. So much so that if I, I like post Zumba. anything on my Instagram, I like Zumba, but like, no, every, doesn't everything like to see people like doing it's, exercise. It's, <laughs> it makes me. <laughs> If you could see her face right now, she literally is just like, why do you post pictures or videos of you? Oh, no, because the baby, I can hear the baby on the baby monitor. Oh, oh no. She'll just come and join us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave her and see how she goes. But <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to ask in like, I might, I, I, no, it's not, I don't feel like I'm being a bitch saying this. So I completely agree with, Fat shaming is disgusting. I, I hate it when people post pictures of someone who's either overweight or underweight or looks a bit overweight and like, oh, with nasty comments. I just, I cannot abide putting that level of negativity out there in the world about other people. I just, one, I don't have the time for it, but it's just, there's no need for it. My only question or maybe concern that, that, I, that I have, like I'm, I'm all for 
women being confident and comfortable and happy with themselves at whatever size. Mm. The question I have is, or the concern I have is, if you are considered to be in a clinically or obese category, is whilst you should be happy and confident in your skin, is that healthy? Now, I'm five foot 10 and a size 18. If you're five foot three and a size 18, that's, that's, a very diff- like, that's a very different thing. And the strain it puts on your heart and your organs is slightly different. Now, I know people who are size 18s or size 20s and they're active and they're healthy people who are very physical. Mm-hmm. But it does concern me if you are... Yeah, I guess that the concern is if you are obese, that that isn't putting other... Str- like, uh, that's, a, that's a medical issue. Not, it's not about aesthetics and what people look mm-hmm. like. And I think sometimes that's where I'm a bit like, yes, I want you to be body confident, but are you sure that you're healthy? Mm, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a bit saying that, but. No, no but I think it's, I think, it's, I think it's fair yeah. to say. I think it's fair to say, because there's this woman that I, um, have you heard of Jessamine? Oh, Jessamine Stanley. She's like this big black woman who does yoga. I think her name's Stanley. Jessamine. Oh, I can't remember. But I first heard about her on, um, uh oh this podcast I can't remember what it's called now unladylike mm-hmm. yeah and I followed her on Instagram and she's I don't know how tall she is or anything but yeah she you know she she's definition of a big black woman but she does yoga and she gets herself in like all these you know yoga positions and I'm just like yeah <laughs> but um I don't know is she unhealthy I don't know I don't, I mean, I, she, she doesn't look like she's unhealthy, but I, I get the worry that you have because obviously, yeah, you see somebody and it, yeah, are you active? Are you healthy? But at the same time, what's my business? You know, because mm. at the end of the day, everybody has to live with themselves. And I know that we're saying that that's kind of like the bottom line for us, but nobody's you know who can tell us and I know that my mom I think my mom secretly thinks that my husband's gonna leave me either because of my mouth or because of <laughs> what <I look> like but because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's spe- <laughs> it seems sometimes like she spends when she's here because she, like the last lockdown that just happened she came and stayed with us again for like the month and it just feels like she's trying to compensate for me. <laughs> Where it seems like I'm difficult. My mom like overdoes as if to say, oh, don't worry, don't worry. Like, you know, have some food. <laughs> and like, uh, she's proper like, she's a proper act of way. Like, you know, when my husband comes home and she greets him, welcome, how was your day, whatever. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, please don't talk to me right now. I just can't go into like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it just. Uh... But yeah, I think like she'll think she thinks that either like me being so opinionated and stuff, or like she'll drop in things like, oh, your belly, you know, do you, do you want me to wrap your belly? And I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, you look like you're carrying again, and I'm like okay and then there was a time that I can't remember exactly what she said but she said it in reference to my husband and I was just like listen he does not care he doesn't care yeah all he cares about is whether I'm healthy and active and if anybody's opinion mattered it would be his but I don't know I don't know does do I not care because his opinion doesn't because no do I not care because he's not bothered is that part of the reason I don't care as much or do I not care regardless of how bothered he is or not? I don't think I'd be that bothered, but it, it definitely helps that he isn't bothered. Mm. Do you know but what that I said? I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of things and heard a lot of things where like women are, are like, Oh, my husband really wants me to get back to how I was. And, you know, my husband really wants me to go to the gym and do exercise and whatever. And even on that, um, that peanut app that's for mothers, I see women talk about how their husbands want them to snap back and, oh, you know, 
how about you go for a run and oh you need to lose a bit of weight honestly I'd like to see the mouth that you're going to tell me no let me challenge (laughs) my challenge my my challenge to that though is you have to know who you married and the reason I say that is is I, I I believe that our husbands aren't people who are like that it never bothered him before it's not going to start now do you see what I mean? They were never those kinds of people. But there are men out there. Well, let me finish. There are men out there who actually go for a woman who is slim built and they want them to stay that way. And that's what, and it is important to them. It's not that important to our husbands. It isn't. But the thing, prior, to, prior to having the children and whatever, I was slim. So yes. it's not that that would have come up. It's not like I ever thought, ooh, I'm putting on a few pounds. Let me, you know, let me do some exercise. But never, no. But that you, you don't. Sometimes you don't know until you know. You know. No, I I think with those kinds of men, you do. If it matters that much, I think you do. I think men like that that they they will give signs that the way you look is extremely important. For some, for some men, it is important, and. For some women, it is important. And I, I'm not going to be too judgy of the man who says to his wife, who and he's always kind of had a level of vanity about the way his wife looks. It's kind of, that's not, it's not a surprise. Like, okay, so for example, I don't care, my sister doesn't li- listen to the podcast, so I'm going to out her ex. He's exactly the kind of man that would say that. And the reason I know he's exactly the kind of man that would say that, he's extremely vain and and spends a lot of time on image, completely. So it would not surprise me if post-baby, he is the kind of person that says, you should snap back, because he, 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 he exhibits that level of vanity in himself. My husband doesn't. Like my husband's vain about clothes, and he likes to wear nice clothes, but he actually doesn't give a shit about what his body looks like underneath it. doesn't give a shit about what my body looks like underneath clothes. But he's like, oh, that looks nice on you, or this looks nice on you. However, he will turn around and say, don't ever think about losing enough weight where your ass and your boobs and your thighs go, because then we are getting divorced. <laughs> so, See, my husband spends so five days a week at the gym. He goes to the gym every morning, five days a week before work. Yeah. And when he can't go to the gym, he tries to go for like a run and, you know, does like half marathon type runs and what have you. So... To some extent, he cares what his body looks like and he enjoys working out and whatever. So in that vein, does I mean, it doesn't translate to me at all. Like, he doesn't expect that of me at all. I don't know, but your husband doesn't strike me as vain. He's active, he enjoys exercise. Because there are people who enjoy exercise. Like, I, I love the feeling, that post-gym feeling when I'm exercising it's all kinds of hell and I wish I wasn't there but that feeling afterwards is amazing and if I could go five days a week I would go five days a week but Mm. not because I'm attempting to be skinny that feeling of strength and adrenaline and the pheromones is like I could live off that in a week and what it does for my stress levels is amazing and yes the body confidence that comes along with that is great but that it's it's not I, I think there's when you when you look at certain people I think you can you can almost see why they obsessively go to the, not obsessively, or why they act, they're active, or why they go to the gym four or five days a week. And I see it even with guys at the gym. You can see the ones who are there for health and fitness and whatever, and then you can see the ones who might as well be stood there in the mirror with baby oil on their chest, grunting at themselves. <laughs> and you literally just want to go, do you want to take, like, take that home? Like, no one, no one wants to see you having a whole like self-care moment <laughs> like it just so I don't know I you know I think it yeah it's it, it, I, I guess it essentially comes down to fundamentally when I look at people I think about people I want them to be confident and happy in their own skin because people who are confident and happy in their own skin tend to be more positive they tend to put out better vibes the minute there's aspects of yourself that you don't accept or you don't like and don't feel that you can change that then starts to kind of live outwardly as well. Yeah. And I do think body image and how you feel about yourself is a part of that as well as personality and what who you see yourself as a person. But, yeah. Do you know what? Since, um, I think, whether it was like a year or two ago when I said that, do you know what, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm not, 
I don't, you know, I look how I look. I'm not going to be, I don't, I, I'm not going to be bothered about what my body looks like. And not to say that I was ever, I was never really trying to exercise for my body and stuff anyway. But I know sometimes I think, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat so much of this or maybe I shouldn't do so much of that or whatever. And then I was just like, meh, can't be bothered. I think since then, I've really, really noticed like when people around me have been like, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't understand or notice the extent to which everybody like really, really obsesses about how they look. Because it feels, it, there were points where it felt like I couldn't have a conversation with somebody without it coming up. Oh, I need to do this. or I need to do that. Or, or when you next go for a walk, like, you know, call me or remind me and let, you know, let's go for a walk or whatever it is. But everybody, like, it just it, it just feels like everybody is so hung up on what their body looks like and how they want it to look or how they feel like it's expected to look. Mm. And I just feel like that's so much wasted time. Like, it's actually, I mean, like, not not right now for the purposes of this podcast or anything, but I'm actually so bored of hearing it. Hearing I'm what? Hearing that people are so unhappy with how they look and. They want things about their body to be different. Mm. And don't get me wrong, it's not, I, I'm not going to say that I'm 100% happy with every aspect of my body. If God came to me and said, you know what, Ish, let me fix up a few things for you. I'd be like, sure. Can you make my feet less wide and <laughs> a size smaller? Honestly, I, I don't want hair any growing anywhere on my body apart from my eyebrows, my eyelashes and my head. Uh, like I've, I've got a whole bag of things that I could tell God like I want done. But day to day, I don't give a shit about <laughs> my feet are the size they are. At the point where I need to buy shoes, I'm going to have to find the shoes that fit my feet. Yeah. You know, my body is the way it is. If I need to do something, go somewhere, I'm going to find the clothes that I like that fit my body. Mm. But you actually spend so much time, whether you realize it or not, thinking about what you look like or trying to do stuff about what you look like. If I had to be here and sort of count how many calories and shit like that, that I, I, that's not the life for me. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> if I count, I want to count. Uh, but I think culturally, that, that, <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I think culturally, <laughs> like we, we, we are expected to want to improve our bodies. I think, do you know what I mean? Like, how can I explain this? So I feel like in, in society today, if you are happy with your body and overly confident, then that in itself is frowned upon. Like if yeah. you are want, if you yeah. want, if you are constantly working on yourself, then I feel like that's more culturally acceptable. It's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. she's not happy with this and that. But if you are secure with yourself and you're like happy and you're flaunting it and whatever, we, we don't like that. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that that kind of conversation about it's almost like the weather, isn't it? Like everyone wants to talk about the weather. We always have to talk about what we dislike about ourselves almost to kind of comply and fit in. A hundred percent. And I think that's a very British thing because yeah. one of one of the things I think culturally, like you said, it's a societal thing here, is that you don't you don't say what you're good at. Yeah. And people don't really like to hear that. But like, yeah. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at. There's no false humility here. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm really shit at that. But actually, I'm good. I'm like, no, no, no. That part, I boss. This part, yeah. rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Useless. Keep, keep the numbers. Do not go. Numbers. Uh, a whole <laughs> issue. Give me some words to spell. Something to read. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's, it's so true. Like, people don't want to hear, like, I, you know, fundamentally, I was talking to someone at work about this. I, I like who I am as a person. Like, I don't, I'm not perfect because nobody is. But also, I'm okay with people not liking me. And I'm okay with people just saying, I just, I don't know why she's just not my kind of person. That is perfectly fine. You know what? It doesn't, it doesn't mean 
I'm bad or something's wrong with me. We just don't mesh. We do not gel. That is perfectly mm-hmm. okay. And I think that again is a sign of that like kind of confidence in yourself that you can be like, okay, well, look, you don't like me. You don't like me. We don't have to be rude to each other. We don't have to be unkind, but I can take one look at someone and be like, oh, my spirit just doesn't take. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. And we're good. I think fiction is absolutely right that society is more accepting of you being self-deprecating than you saying, this is what's great about me. This isn't what's so great about me. Oh, well, here I am. And just being unapologetically (laughs) yourself. And, and I think, but also that thing about being unapologetic, like yourself also comes with age. You know, I would never at 20 have been okay with saying, this is me. At 42, I'm fully okay with saying this is me. If you don't like it, jog on. Like, there's a whole lot of people out there in the world who will fit you better. I'm not your kind. A cup of tea is okay. You know, and I think what makes me sad is when I see kind of people who who are older, who have a lot to give, who are successful in many ways and haven't had that realization yet. And I fully love that I'm at that point of, yeah, I like me. I like me. But you know what? I think that there is too much emphasis, and maybe it's obviously with the rise of like mental health awareness and stuff. It's it's um the you know the the balance is shifting a bit. But I feel like there's too much um emphasis placed on the outer self as opposed to the inner self. Yeah. And for all, I mean, I know that I say I hate exercise and stuff, but even when I did Zumba and what have you, like I. I feel like I've always spent more time on the inner self and yeah. being okay with who I am totally. on the inside as opposed to the outside. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more I do that and I'm, you know, I think, you know, what? I want to be a good person. I want to be a better person. I want to be better at this. I want to be better at that. Like, we have to leave and come back I in. That and I'm happier with who I am. Yeah. The less I give a shit about the shell. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had I, I had something that also just always kind of jars me a little bit when it comes to body confidence and body image. And again, this might just be age because I'm old. It, it troubles me sometimes when I see younger women who are like, I'm super body confident, I'm super body confident. And the way that they live that body confidence is that means I show as much of my body all of the time as I want. And whilst I, I realize I sound like super anti-feminist, um, but there's just a part of me that, that says, if you're really that confident, do you need to show that much of yourself on everything all of the time? And there's, there's, there's always a part of me that's a little bit torn as to the somewhat feminist in me is like, yeah, live your truth, do what you want. And then the other part of me is, is like, but is that really what it's about? Is that really how you show that you are confident and happy with yourself? Yeah. That's always a dilemma or kind of like a challenge I think that with those people, especially with social media, it's the need for people to agree with you. Yes. Because essentially when we use social media that's everybody that's all everybody wants yeah you put children on there and you ch- think your children are cute and you want everybody to agree with you that your children are cute yeah, yeah. You put something up there whether it's like to do with black lives matter or what's happened on your in your day or whatever it is like you know or even even your daft working out videos you want people to like, oh yeah, you know, oh look at you, how how you squat. Oh yeah, you squat so nicely. Or whatever. I'm my working out videos. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. Exactly. After validation from me, you will never get it. Not for working. No, no, out. no. I accept that. No, but I also totally accept that. I love it when people are like, "Keeks, you squatting eighty kilos. You're a bad man." Yes, I am. I know, but it's it's here. I can't, listen, I'm not going to lie. I fully love that. We all just need to accept that. No one should do it and say, oh no, that's not why I posted it. Shut up. That's of course, of course that's why you posted it. Yeah, let's know ourselves and know exactly. I I fully love it. (laughs) No, but that's what it is. So, So when, you know, when whoever it is is posting their 
video or pictures of themselves looking thin but with massive boobs and their bum sticking out from here to I don't know where they want people to be like oh look at you snatch oh you're such a baddie you're this you're that that's what they're looking for that's what everybody's looking for they're looking for validation elsewhere but god forbid the internet should just shut down now and you haven't got the validation from all these strangers and all these other people and you have to all you have is you and your mirror how are you going to validate yourself that's what it comes down to for me Mm. and I think that a lot of the times and I know it's something that I'm definitely working on I think that we just have to speak you know we have to speak to ourselves in the same way that we speak to other people we have to be nicer to ourselves about things Mm -hmm. so Mm. you know my tummy's there but I'm just like listen you have enjoyed plenty of food (laughs) and you have three children two at the same time you've done well I'm like have at me if you want to stretch if you want to go about your business and go wherever you do that you have served me (laughs) so I think you've got to be kind yeah you've got to be kinder to yourself because that's at the end of the day that that's what really matters because everything else can be gone Mm-hmm. And if everything else goes, or you post something now, and if one person should turn around and say, uh, "Actually, you're a bit buzz," is that going to destroy you? No, because my response will be, "Your mum's buzz." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But see, this is the other thing, and that's the this is the flip side of that kind of putting stuff out there, like. Mm-hmm. I I rarely respond negatively to things that people post. Now, but if that's someone, because you have sense. That's because you if, have sense. And, and also, if, and if have I sense. yeah, exactly. If I don't agree with something that someone's posted, I might, if I'm so inclined to get into a debate, I might go, oh, I don't agree for this reason, this reason, this reason. Again, that's all. That's all fine. But all those. But also, if if every for the same people that are like, I'm posting it and, and enjoying the likes, they're going to be people who don't like it. Like, it doesn't yeah. upset me in any way that you find my workout videos annoying. Offensive. Offensive. Like, I can't now be like, oh, why doesn't, why doesn't Ish love them? Everybody else loves them. She's entitled not to love them. And I'm not going to suddenly now stop being like, oh, I can't do it. Because one person doesn't like me posting the video. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. for every 10 people that says something, say something nice, there's going to be one person who doesn't. Like, there's going to be one person who thinks, like, she's annoying. Stop it. Go away. Do you know what I mean? And you have to, if you're going to put it out there, but it's true, if you're going to put it out there, you have to accept that not everybody is going to come with the positive feedback. Some people yeah. are going to have negative feedback. And some people are savage and, quite frankly, have no sense and are unkind. But mm-hmm. also someone can say, no, I don't think that outfit looks good on you. Because you've invited that opinion. You've invited that opinion, essentially. So yeah. yes, feel offended. I don't think that people deserve it because I don't necessarily think no. that anybody deserves unkindness. No, of course not. Um, but I feel like, especially with, with, with social media, you have to know the devil that you're dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately because everybody's big bad and brave behind a keyboard or you know behind their phones because all these people they'd never you know most of them would never come to your face and say anything if, even if they thought it mm-hmm. but um yeah I just feel like it, it shouldn't it shouldn't really matter what people say and I've said to my mum listen it's good that I have a thick skin and I don't really care but if I was a different person or you spoke to me like this in my teens, I'd have an eating disorder because <laughs> yeah. I'd still want to eat. But then I'd probably feel like I needed to purge. Yeah. It's so true. It's so, so true. Yeah. I have a question for you both. And I don't know if, if this, this is something that either of you suffer from. I realise that in, in, in this kind of quest to be the best version of myself as possible and that's not just physical it's also personality wise and I you know there's things in my life about myself that I want to be better at and improve that when I when it comes to the 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 body part I absolutely love my the way I look in clothes but cannot stand to look at myself naked do either of you have that issue like I I could I could be in a swimming suit in a two-piece bikini, I'm like, whoop, look at me. But as soon as it's sark bonnet naked, I'm like, 
make it go away. <laughs> did you did you miss the bit that, that I said about how I look, I'm forced to look at myself naked every day? I see myself in the mirror mm. naked every day. Since when I come out the shower, come out the bathroom, there's the mirror right there, and I look at myself like I not for long periods of time, but I'll sort of look at myself for a good sort of ten seconds and be like, mm. and I, I just I, I don't I need to care. do that. And I thought that I thought that um, uh, <laughs> say it. <laughs> I think okay. After the twins, I was a bit self-conscious with my husband, mm-hmm. and I thought that I would be like this time round. I just, I, I just really don't care. But I love that. That is so good. That is good. Don't ever apologize for that. That's amazing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not apologizing for it. Good. But also, I, I know, like in the summer and stuff, like when my mom was around, because I'm the kind of person I walk around my I walk around my house in like my pants and a t-shirt or you know whatever. Like my mom's just like, oh, go put some clothes on, go do this. And I'm like, why? I don't want. Like I don't care. You know. I. I look how I look and don't get me wrong it's not something that I mean I decided on it but obviously it's something that takes work mm-hmm. um so I've been you know doing it over time um so slowly slowly I care less and I care less and if I'm being completely honest do I think it's been made easier by the fact that I don't necessarily have to go anywhere why are you going in because because fiction, I'm sorry, I was listening. I'm watching fiction. <laughs> it's not what you're saying. I just, I just called her. I was like, what is she doing? Pinch him a chin. Listen, we're all there, buddy. We've all, it's all like, we've all it. It's, it's, we've all got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, do I think yeah. that it's made easier by the fact that I haven't had to go anywhere I don't have to go to work or whatever like I go and drop the kids off and I remember one time I came I went to drop the kids off and my son was just like mommy why are you wearing your pajamas I was like I'm not wearing pajamas these are just my jogging buttons (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm just I don't know I just I I, I just don't Mm. I just keep saying I just don't really care I just don't Mm. really care what about you, Fiction? Do you have the same naked horror? <laughs> do you know what it is? I don't spend a lot of time naked. So when I do see myself naked, I'm a little bit like, oh. But I, I spend a lot more time in clothes. And like you said, I do feel happier in clothes. But again, I'm of the vein where if I'm not happy, if I'm really not happy, then I need to do something about it. Yeah. But I haven't yet done anything about it, so I can't. I can't actually claim to be that unhappy. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. No, I love yeah. that rationale. I really do. I really do. Yeah. But I think that's true, though. If it really, really, really bothered you, you would be yeah. motivated to do something. And if it didn't, then surely I'm okay, right? Okay, exactly. No, I agree with that too. I agree with that too. And like, I'm. I, I also think that everyone. Like the way you feel about yourself is a very individual journey and it takes you, Mm -hmm. your journey, like how you get there is how you get there. What you have to do to get there is what you do to have to get there. So I try not to to judge people too much if they're going about it in a way that I wouldn't necessarily go about it. Because in the end, the goal, and I, I guess it's a goal for particularly, I don't care about people I don't know, but people that I do know and people that I love and care for, I want them to be happy in their skin. And if that is just, you know, mantras and reading and personal development, like kind of mental health and all of that, wonderful. If it's a combination of that and physical health, wonderful. If it's, do you know what? I love the pies. I'm going to keep eating the pies. Whoa, betide anyone who stops me. I'm also here for that too. Um, Mm. but, but but, But I think going back to something Ish said, what I have zero time for, is I don't like the way I look. I want to be thinner. I want to be this. And, and you're, you're not doing fuck all about it. If you're not going to do yeah. anything about it, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear it. I don't, shush, shush. Because don't also come to me for that. Oh no, but you look great. No. Yeah. Because you won't get that from me. <laughs> I'll just be like, but do something about what it if you're not happy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
but I'm I'm more like I I'm getting to the point now where I walk around in pants and a, a t-shirt and I never used to do that but that's also like Catholic mm-hmm. guilt and growing up in a Catholic household I'm like cover yourself up that's what that is but now I like strut around but even my husband's like are you all right I'm like yeah I'm fine (laughs) but just just to be yeah I limit how much I'm stark bollock naked because yeah I'm not there yet (laughs) still a bit like "Mm, I don't want to see that (laughs) again I think that's maybe do you know what our next challenge is going to be around that then is she okay do what be naked (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> please clarify <laughs> no, if that's great. the case I forfeit now we're not trying to get arrested <laughs> just in the house I mean, like, yeah just in your house like spending more time being naked with yourself and perhaps like with your partners doing what though Do just what? Being naked. <laughs> why for, for why <laughs> why not why not listen if i could be naked right now i would i put on clothes for you guys so what <laughs> but you're that person and my sister's like that as well she's a very naked person she gets very offended when people are like coming around she's like oh i have to get dressed <laughs> what do you mean I have to put on that's not me no <laughs> i'm not listen, listen i don't think that everybody should enjoy like being without clothes as much as I do I just I find clothes just like quite restrictive and whatever I'm not a naturist or anything like that but if I I just prefer wearing as few clothes as possible like clothes are just so like they look nice and I'd like to look nice in clothes but yeah just you know just live your life be free let it all hang out <laughs> lol no but like just I think being comfortable with your naked body because it's very cliche but it's the only one you're ever gonna have it's true and you know you've got to learn to love it bumps and all flaws and all everything so look at yourself naked talk to yourself say nicer things to yourself about things you know Mm. it is what it is if, is there, if you could, like that Ish mentioned, if God said you get to perfect one part of your body, what would it be? Ooh, just one. Just one, only one. Only one. <laughs> I think I would, I want a hairless body apart from my eyebrows, eyelashes and my head, my hair, my head. I just, I can't deal with body hair. It drives me mad. And again, People like I'm. I'm not a body hair shamer. Power to the people who want to grow your leg hair and all of that. For like, I I just don't like it. Like I've I've thought about it for a long time. Like, do I feel like I have to do it for anybody else? Even times where it has just been me, myself, and I. Unless it's winter and sometimes you know you need a little bit extra insulation. <laughs> but even then, even if I know nobody's going to see my underarms, nobody's going to see my vag whatever it is like I've still always I've still always gotten rid of it because I just I just don't like it Mm. Mm. so that's my personal preference if you want to grow your hair have at it Um, I'm off off the school where I'm just like whatever like no one could see it then then who's it harming (laughs) (laughs) apart from armpit hair yes yeah but leg hair other hair, I'm like, whatever. I'm a bit slack with it as what well. What change? Yeah. Mm. Maybe just my little pouch, my little mum tum at the bottom. I could do without that. I could really do without that. But <laughs> other than that, I think I'm okay. Yeah, your tum- yeah. tummy annex, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, that would be mine too. Because mm. every, I would keep my stretch marks. I would keep my thighs. Mm. I'd keep my you know my my jiggle my bingo wings I'd my bum I would I like if if mm. ever there was a day that's like suddenly my bum disappeared I would cry like no mm. I love my bum 
I'd love my boobs. It's just, and it's not all of my tummy. It is just that lower bit. Just that bottom of the machine. Pouch. Yeah, they're like, because yeah. I've had a C-section, you've, yeah. and then I've got a, like, my tummy annex has an annex. So there's like a <laughs> double. Can I see? What do you mean? I'm not getting my vagina. What's wrong with you? It's not your No, but where it is, it's really close. It's where I have the cut. Have you not seen my badge? Yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that serious. I just want to see exactly what you're talking TMI about. TMI podcasters, TMI. Okay, no, you can't see. It. You can. Can you see like just above this bit here? Oh. See, can you see my scar? That. And it's just that. And then if I let my tummy out, there's like, look. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. So I've got like this bit. This bit doesn't even bother me that much. But what the fuck is this? It's that bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not necessary. It serves no purpose. <laughs> I'd show you guys mine, but I'm not wearing any underwear. I'm no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Have you not got like bottoms on? It was no. just like a dress. It's a house it's dress. Like a night, it's a nightshirt. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Well, I'm not surprised. I know I like, I, the thing is also the no underwear wearing, I, I live for that. Uh, it's yeah, except yeah. bras because it, it's very upsetting when things are moving too much. But I don't. I do. I do agree with the like. If I any day where I don't have to wear underwear, I won't wear underwear. I won't wear pants mm. if I don't have to. It's very freeing. Oh, I remember what I was saying before. Now I was saying, have I found like coming to terms with how my body looks easier because I I don't I'm not out there as much, so I don't have to go mm. to work and I don't have to do you know. And especially with like the pandemic, I definitely don't have to see anybody and whatever. So have I found coming to terms with what I look like a lot easier because I'm less exposed to other people? Mm. And, uh, actually, I change mm. it because I can always laser the hair off. That's something I can do. But I don't know how to make my feet narrower. <laughs> I just need to, I just need to know. I, I know. Stop laughing at me. I want to be able to find shoes that fit without. Listen, I hear you. I hear you. I've got, yeah, I've I've got, got the most special well. shoes. It's just they look like correction <laughs> shoes. It's embarrassing. Shall I show you? I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't need to laugh. <laughs> so, so I struggle with getting work shoes, like shoes that are comfortable that I can walk around in. Because obviously now, because of bubbles and stuff, I have to walk around the school and the kids stay where they are. Yeah, so I, like, I need some, I need some comfortable shoes, and I bought some boots out of kind of panic, and they were one size too big. So I bought some insoles, but then it was just causing me too much pain because my feet were sliding around in the shoe. So I bought, I, I went on Clark's and I, I purchased these shoes. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to show them to you like that. They look all right, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they look like correction shoes don't they so I saw them online I was like yeah these are sick they look smart leather why do they look like this <laughs> oh my gosh oh um why is it oh, so they're like platform brogues, aren't they? Like, like, I don't understand. I was, oh, they've been missold. I've been missold shoes. They're comfortable, though. I, yeah, I would, I'd so be I hear you. Listen, the shoe yeah. thing for me, because I've got big feet and my feet are wide, not excessively, but they're wide, but they're also big. I've got size nine feet. If I had feet smaller, I wouldn't be able to stand up straight. But I, as a kid, it was a real issue getting shoes. Now most mm. vendors of like any kind of quality will do size nines, but mm. I don't. I don't invest in comfortable shoes. I invest in high heels for work. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't wear flat shoes ever, unless I'm in trainers. And I literally, there's no middle ground for me. I'm either in three inch heels um, as a minimum or trainers. And so, like, I walk you, around school. When we, were, when we worked at that school, wasn't that yeah. my, that was my philosophy? Yeah, standards. Yeah. And I, like, but yeah, I can't. I can't even tell you the last time I wore heels. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to put heels on. Heels. I twist my ankles. Like, I twist my ankles <laughs> if I put heels on. My ankles just twist. Do you know what? I, I, the thing is, for me, it's not. It's functionality as opposed to vanity. If there was a surgery that would make my foot feet narrower, I would do it. 
Yeah. Just because I it, it's it's annoying. Do you know how many times you have to buy and especially if you order shoes online or something? I would mm. love to, to just order shoes online and know I can definitely buy this size and it will definitely yeah. fit me. No, no, yeah. Even with trainers, like I order, like I'll, I'll fit into. There was a point where I, was, I could fit into a size five and a half trainers in like one brand, and then another another brand I could only fit into size seven. And just it just depends on like the width of the actual shoes it was mm. yeah but now especially like my foot with each pregnancy my foot has spread a bit so now I just kind of look like I've got flippers I don't know <laughs> it is what it is I, yeah. I, again I don't care so much about how they look I just need to be able to fit into shoes mm. yeah. Uh, yeah well get, get yourself a pair of those bad boys <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a picture? I feel like we should put that on social media. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't make a mockery out of my, of my uh, <laughs> correction shoes. <laughs> Listen, sometimes, sometimes it bees like that. Sometimes times are hard. But it's so yeah. funny because I love a brogue. But I'm always I'm I'm very reluctant to buy brogues. One because they don't tend to come in high heels. But even the flat ones, like look, I saw these silver brogues that were so cute, and I really wanted them. But I'm really paranoid that they'll just look like I'm wearing men's shoes because of the size of my feet. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I'm always a bit like, mm, maybe not. But I, I guess what what do we what do we what what do we want our our our, our children to know about body image and body confidence? Yeah, I think I've said it before, like with the, I don't want any of my children, if, if they develop hang-ups, I don't want any of them to come from me. Yeah. So they will never hear me speak. I don't want them to ever hear me speak negatively about my body. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I think I want them to be more concerned with the person they are rather than the outer shell. Hear, mm. so. hear. But also, you know, yeah, be healthy. Be active. I don't have to tell them that. Flipping and energizer bunnies that they are. But um, yeah, be healthy, be happy, and just work on being a better person. I hear that. Fiction. My mine would be um, not to not to seek validation outside of yourself like if Mm. if you are confident in yourself then you'll you will be in a place where you don't care really what other people think too much obviously to some extent you don't care but you know be be happy with yourself confident with yourself and then any external and that way any external influence or voices will not will not bear because that's my biggest fear like yeah my daughter like getting older and I especially being a girl and going to secondary school there's going to be so much pressure and if Mm. if I can instill in her that she is enough then like nothing like I I feel like everything else will bounce off yeah 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 that's it listen that's the that's the that's a challenge, isn't it? That's the challenge. Because the secondary yeah. school is the thing, and that's the thing where yeah. our voices become less important and the voices of their peers take over. But yeah. I, do, I really do believe that if if the values are set, yeah, so if the values are, if uh, you know, those values have been instilled, even mm. though they will have their wobbles and will have their, like, crises because what they're going to as teenagers, that, that they will they will find their way back and yeah. find their way to to kind of hold on to that. I think for me, the one thing I would want my son to know is to always ask himself when someone says something about him, and I don't mean not just physically, but also about who he is in terms of his character. I want him to ask himself, is that how I see myself? Mm. And if if I don't see myself that way, the next question is, what is what is the intention behind that person saying that thing to me? Because I know that in this, you know, in this circle, if any, if either of you were to say something to me that maybe I didn't necessarily want to hear, I trust one hundred percent that it, it there's good intention behind it. Yeah. So I'm I'm likely I'm more likely to consider it and say actually 
they they might have a point. Um, mm. But if it was somebody else who I didn't have that relationship with and hadn't built that trust with, I might just say, okay, that's your opinion, but I know who I am. And I want mm. him to be able to say, I know who I am and I know where I've come from. So, you know, we have little mantras at the moment. I, and I, I always say to him, what are you? And it started off with, I'm kind, I'm strong and I'm worthy, but he changed it the other day. And I said mm. to him, what are you? And he's like, I'm kind, I'm strong, I'm inevitable. And I'm like, who oh. are you? Oh, oh yeah? <laughs> wow, yeah. I'm inevitable. I'm like, get yeah. My boy. <laughs> and I, I was like, no, good. And, you know, there's, I'm inevitable. I'm like, in what sense? And he's like, I just am. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> it's that I want him to just like that him I want him to know that he is enough like whatever it is that he ends up being he is enough and I think that really yeah. does start with us it starts with like getting that foundation in now but yeah. yeah but what do you think out there listeners are you body confident are things are do you need to speak to yourself in a kinder way do you need to give yourself a break if God could change one thing what would it be Mm. Get rid of the tummy, Annex. Annex, Annex, Annex. Yeah. Anyway, guys, catch us on Change the Plan Podcast at gmail.com. Change the Plan Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Well, it's been great, listeners. We hope you have listened to this episode. It is by From Keeks. If. And Fiction. This is. <laughs>